0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski, with me as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Soja. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Today <laughs> we are back with you, back talking about new metal and also talking about side projects. That's right, side projects. Summer.
1: Side project Summer. Oh.
0: Continues apace, we continue along, and today we are talking about a record that I am so excited to talk about, ever since I learned that it existed. We're talking about David Draymond's side project, Device. We're going to talk all about this album. We're going to talk about the videos, and we are also going to hear from David himself on these songs. I'm very excited get on to this album but before we do we have got to talk about who's tweeting who's tweeting who is and more importantly who's news who's,
2: who's news?
3: news well i'll tell you what we have heard from so many of you listeners and seen so much about this feud this argument between edsel dope and trip eisen Aye, aye, aye. Uh, (laughs) I'm just really beside myself about it. So I think we talked about this last week, that Edsel Dope was was coming for Trip. Uh, Trip was saying that he was being screwed out of songwriting credit, basically, on a lot of the songs that appear on the new Static X record. And Trip came right back and said, Edsel, you motherfucker. I don't think so, man. (laughs) This is a summary. (laughs) He's like, you said we were bros. We hung out. You hired Donald Trump's lawyers to keep me from getting any money from these fucking songs. And yeah, I did my time. And I didn't know those girls were underage. I found out later. So you better shut up and you better stop it right now. (laughs) That's exactly what he said verbatim and exactly how it went
0: you know what I, I, had, a, me wrong. I <laughs> had a little bit more to add but Jenny you hit all the bullet points um, right. So
3: what else would you like to add Lauren because I, I, I don't I know mean, what else you could
0: I, there's nothing else I can add uh, yeah. Edsel, yeah Edsel came hard Trip came back I, almost harder I don't know who the winner is really in all this but you can go to theprp.com and check out Edsel's whole comment and you can see Trip's entire response. I can tell you that it seems intense and it seems, I'm going to say it, far from over. Might only just be beginning. So, a new metal feud for the ages, I'll say that much. We also have to talk about this video that we got sent. We got sent this over on Twitter. And I apologize I don't have um the person who initially sent it to us. I apologize. We appreciate it though. And then, but the caption that they had included with it is that is this the most new metal video of all time, and it is from MTV Spring Break, nineteen ninety eight. It's uh, WCW Wrestling on the Beach, hosted by Kid Rock. I'm like, okay, fair enough. During the match, as the wrestlers are fighting. Fear Factory is playing songs from Obsolete. I got to tell you, this video, it's got to go immediately into the new metal junk drawer. It is (laughs) tremendous. I cannot believe it. There are dancers dancing in front of Fear Factory and in the ring before Fear Factory starts performing. It's also the middle of the day. And Fear Factory are going hard, and Burton, bless his heart, walks out there and he's like, "Welcome to the world of Fear Factory." I was like, "What's what is about to happen? These Spring Breakers don't don't know where they're at." Jenny, this video.
3: I mean. captures a moment in time, for sure. A few things I love more than really intense bands who have a whole thing going, playing a a set in the day. (laughs) I don't know why I think it's so funny, because it's like, Fear Factory's clearly a nighttime band. They're called Fear Factory. That's, (laughs) That's nighttime band stuff. Not
1: see it coming no Fear
3: no factory. no 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 no! not during wrestling not hosted by kid rock like i don't know it does need to go in the junk drawer it's a it's an aggressive and confusing piece of history that i'm glad was captured and, and glad it was shared with us
0: absolutely uh, that's another one that some the, the you know i hadn't seen any evidence of that back when we did the obsolete episode and uh, just uh, a true gift, a true gift. And I've I got to say, for you know, as much as we've you know, rag on Kid Rock on the show, and certainly hasn't helped himself out in recent history and things that he's said and done, but uh, he's in prime form hosting this thing. Like, he is in the zone. He, I'm, I was very impressed with his hosting. So props to him there. So thank you so much for sending us that. Indeed, Fear Factory at MTV Spring Break. In the new metal junk drawer. Now we have a new segment. It's called, Who's Mailing? Who's mailing?
3: Who is?
0: So I received a package in the mail a little bit ago with a CD and a letter from one Mike Spohn of the Juggalo Judgment podcast.
1: Juggalo Judgment.
0: Judge them. Judge them. I received this a little bit ago. It's quite, it's, it's a little long, but I, I feel like it's time we got to talk about this. He says, hey, Roach Coach, love the podcast. I finally finished catching up after trying to binge since last past summer, and I've loved the ride. I had been recommended the show for ages from Roach Rider Shmeev, and originally jumped on because of the ICP episode, which admittedly annoyed me at first. But once I started listening from episode one on, I loved your take on it when I revisited the app. I appreciate your honest opinions on the music, whether I agree or not, and find myself cracking up from the various bits and characters regularly. Thanks to the show, I've been exposed to a number of bands that I may have never gotten into otherwise, regardless of whether they made it into the canon or not, and I've been happy to expand my musical taste of new metal past the easy ones, like Limp Bizkit and Linkin Park. It's also thanks to this podcast that myself and Schmeeve started doing the Juggalo Judgment podcast, and we lovingly referred to our Roach Coach as our Podcast Papa. Love it. Thank you. A while back, I recall someone recommending Zug Island, to which Lauren stated he wasn't a fan. This is correct. That's completely valid, and they really aren't even new metal. However, Zug Island was not the only rock band to be signed to ICP psychopathic records. Detroit band Motown Rage was a group with one album under their belt that was signed to the sub-label Hatchet House in 2007 and released their second album, "With Us or Against Us" around 2009. Apparently, their contract was only for one album, so they didn't continue their relationship with Psychopathic Records long after the album dropped. And it doesn't seem as though the album was very successful for The Hatchet, but I personally think that due to no guest spots from ICP, not as many Juggalos were as inclined to check it out. The only info I've found is that they've since signed with Luxar Records and plan on releasing a third album and possibly this other album, With Us or Against Us, as a re-release with more tracks and polish. Regardless, it's definitely heavy at times with two vocalists, one rapping and one yelling. (laughs) Not singing, yelling. And it certainly has a new metal feel, and at under 44 minutes long, it's respectful of one's time. So it might be worth checking out on streaming services, as the album is long since out of print and very pricing online. Juggalos love their rare music and will charge like crazy for it. Uh, So he initially sent this as an email, but then he added some addendum. He goes, "Uh, so that last part has been accurate for ages, but I've obviously included a copy here. I've had my own copy since about 2010, and I just came across this one on Amazon for a sweet $4.42 $4.42 before shipping. There
1: it is.
0: So I wow. Would definitely what a deal. Con- th- what a deal. He says, I would definitely consider that a big thrift compared to the $100 plus copies I've seen on eBay recently. You're Holy correct. God. This is a, the steal of a century right here. Sorry for the small novel of a message. I just wanted to show some love to the show and throw another Juggalo-based option your way since it might take us a while to get to the Twisted 200. Never twisted done to Twisted 200.
2: Oh. Never
1: done Never Dundo. <laughs> Hundo, Never Dundo. Hundo, Never Dundo.
0: Maybe a Roach Coach Juggalo Judgment crossover in a couple years. One can only hope, the one being me. Many thanks from a Roach Rider for life, the Indigo Juggalo, Mike. Thank yeah. you. Mike.
3: Thanks, Mike. We got to nice. take
1: a dip into the Motown Rage. We got to dip
0: into the Motown Rage. I have it here in front of me. I like. I the-
1: got a Never Stop by Motown Rage pulled up.
0: Okay. I just want I just want to talk about this album cover real quick. It's the I assume the band in silhouette, all of them holding hatchets. Good. Boom. Oh, there you go. Ooh, out in the back, they're all holding machine guns. Okay. That's good. There you go. It's
3: up to you what you use.
1: That's right. Hatchet, machine gun, equal opportunity destroyers. Yeah. All right, Matt. What are we hearing from this? Um, as long as it's on that record, never stop.
0: It is. It's track nine. All right.
1: Here we go.
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah,
4: never stop, never right.
1: stop playing a dentist drill as a musical oh,
3: instrument. That that is such a silly noise. It <laughs> really <laughs> made me
2: laugh a lot. Whing!
0: Love it! I, I <laughs> love it! I loved it! I really did love it. Also, right away we get that that drill noise, and then that's some straight up new metal math with them with that counting going on.
1: One that's for the true. money, two for the show. Three, who remembers? Four, <laughs> gotta go. <laughs> gotta go. <laughs>
0: well, Mike, thank you for this. Thank, I, I'm going to, you know what? We're adding it to the long list. It only seems fair. I mean, you you, you know, you sent it out to us. It only seems fair. And also, I mean, I think we were all charmed by that. Uh, I, yes. I have been seduced by the Motown rage. There you go. Thank you so much. Mike, Jenny, who's emailing?
3: I'll tell you who's, who's emailing. emailing? Go, go ahead, man.
0: Sorry. No, I got it. I,
1: I got a. I, it was quiet underneath. Who's emailing?
3: I'll tell you who's emailing. It's Gareth Davies. The subject. Gareth. Excuse me. Could you please direct me to the pit? It says <laughs> greetings, foremost new metal authority. Do you know if there's a name for that thing where a vocalist shouts something at a pit? real or imagined to get it going like are you ready jump to fuck up or all right fellas let's go and would you consider a hall of fame slash shame for aforementioned shouty pit talk i think shouty pit talk might just be what it's called Mm. uh i can
1: they're they're pit starters jenny pit starters (laughs) they're pit starters Wait,
3: what
0: shouty pit shouty pit
3: talk matt no shouty pit talk i i think that's charming uh i can think of lots of contenders and i've omitted some spoilers for any you haven't done on the show uh so we've got a list here and you know we love a list love a list, um, love a list. we've got corn shouting are you ready i would say that is a a shouty pit talk hall of famer uh Soulfly, jump the fuck up Machine head, go! And or, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, get up! Dead, get up and fucking go! Whoever! (laughs) One, two, three, fuck! Slipknot, fuck you all! Shovel, you know we drop it like that, get the fuck up! Disturbed, oh! Well, here we go again, get up! A little something for your ear holes!
4: Yeah! Yeah!
3: By the way, so far I've delivered all of these exactly right, um... (laughs) Nonpoint Perfect. punta head pe destroy, and a few that we have not yet gotten to kindly linked to uh, to YouTube links here. Jinx, inner image and psycho choke, all submitted but not spoiled. A respectful list. Thank you, Gareth. It says I just feel like there should be something to document those glorious moments of brief but effective lyrical foreplay. Keep on rolling. Gareth, I so love what it. do we what do we think? Hall of Fame or shame?
0: Well, um, a Hall of Fame. I I mean, I think that makes sense. A hall of shame. I mean, I guess a hall of shame. I think we have more of an issue where if somebody deliver. I mean, that's the thing, though. Is there really anybody who delivers the line and then doesn't deliver the pit? Like, I feel like it it's one, like, all of those lines largely were accompanying with some sick, with a sick drop or something like that with it. I don't know if there's necessarily any shames. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Maybe because they're so bad. I'm just, they're gone. I mean, immediately reading this list when he got to Nonpoint, I knew exactly what song he was talking about. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, I like it. I mean, these these are strong. I mean, when he put whoever for one, two, three, fuck, I was like, oh, yeah, who is that? <laughs> I, I don't have the list in front of me. It's, it's somewhere, because uh, I know that's a junk drawer situation.
1: I feel like when the whole band drops in, that's an activate the pit moment. The drop after are you ready and it's and the drums hit, that's the activate the pit moment. So when like you have the vocalist saying that thing, that's kind of like opening the gates of hell.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: To me, Like that's the pit starter. And sometimes that could be a riff, but oftentimes it will be like the vocalists saying it. This is now just me making up new canon for
0: us. No, Matt, it's fine. I, I know, Jenny, you're really all about shouty pit talk, which I do like. Mm-hmm. But what mm-hmm. about the pit prompt?
3: You think you think it'd be called a pit prompt?
0: It's a pit prompt. It's not a pit activator cuz that is what happens when the band converges with a pit prompt. You're in the band. You're over there. Maybe you're David, riding riding that ride symbol. Maybe you're head and you're riffing a little bit. But you know you're just waiting to get into that drop. But to get there, you're going to need the pit prompt. And Maybe that a... is JD saying, are you ready?
3: <laughs> what about a pit primer?
0: See, I, I like mm. a pit primer. Well, I'm, like... I'm... A,
3: a prompt feels very like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's too light, too light?
3: The Well, if I, I consider...
1: The reason why I went with pit starter but i kind of i kind of feel primer is better i think jenny's got something there is that if the pit is a fire then that vocal intonation is a a spark or an igniting point something that helps get it going
0: what well, i guess the thing with pit primer though <laughs> you got to prime the pump yeah but i'm saying is that when all of these lines happen this is the spark of the pit activation.
1: It's true. I cannot believe how seriously we're fucking. That's this about show. About this, this not
3: even, it. It. It's not even what the question was either <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> no, no, one no, no one asked for no this.
1: No one asked for we this. Got, we got hung up on, I don't know what it should be called. And we're like, we're naming it, baby. The <laughs> hardest thing to do. That's number one on the list.
0: Well, <laughs> congratulations, Gareth. You've broken us. Uh, you know, I, I maybe, maybe we need to think about this. Maybe we need to take this off mic and figure it out.
3: It sounds like we need to think about it, but I'm yeah. certainly not opposed to a, a hall of fame for whatever it is that we unanimously agree. We will call the, the lyrical shouting before a pit erupts.
0: There we go. I love it. We also got some feedback from our Feel These Dreams episode.
1: Feel These Dreams.
0: (laughs) Feel These Dreams. I I didn't feel like it needed. (laughs) Yeah. I got to switch it up. Matt, it's okay. That was also the kickoff for this side project summer. Chris Duff said, I purchased all of the Korn solo albums as they were released, and this one is as absolutely horrible as it is. I did smoke a bunch of weed while listening to this in my younger years, so I have some nostalgia, nostalgia fondness for it. But let's be real. This album is a dumpster fire trying to put out with gasoline. Thanks for the app. Thank you, Chris.
3: Thank you. Brianna Wolf says, I couldn't tell if my life was better or worse from hearing this album. Then Child Vigilante happened, and now I know that this album is truly a gift. There you go.
0: There you have it. Mike Newton says, this album was an insane dumpster fire, and yes, I owned it, <laughs> bumped it, and purposely lost it after a month. I remember reading in Head's book about how the guys in Corn gave Fieldy a hard time about it because it sucked and was kind of stupid. I gave him credit <laughs> for doing a project he wanted to do, but it really showed where he belonged in the music world. To be fair, I didn't really think the projects from any of the other people in Corn was were that great either, though. Thanks for the episode, guys. This is a great idea. Can't wait for next week. Keep on rolling. Thank you, Mike keep on rolling baby Thank you uh,
3: Daniel Hedger says I have to think you woke up wanting that Daniel John solo album because of too much of not enough a silver chair podcast winking smiley face
0: <laughs> that is how you plug well done Daniel Daniel does indeed have an all silver chair podcast I'm telling you if you love silver chair this is your show He goes in deep on these records. He's got producers on the show that produce these Silverchair records. He puts clips up on the Facebook showing behind-the-scenes making-ups. I have now watched Silverchair accept multiple awards and multiple award ceremonies from apparently Australian celebrities who I do not recognize. But in the comments, people are like, oh, I can't believe he did that. I was just like, oh, it's like a different world. I love it. He's doing a great job if you love Silverchair or if you just love good pods. Check out Too Much of Not Enough of Silverchair podcast. Well done, Daniel.
3: Yeah, it's a pangalisa's garbage and to all the real <laughs> MCs out there, don't get too offended. You guys managed to make the most of this episode. Couldn't stop laughing. Thank Trust you to Thank you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, Dave Waldman says probably the worst album ever mass released.
3: Wow. Strong words.
0: Bold. Bold. Strong words. Well. Field these dreams. dreams. I put poo poo all over your house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a child vigilante. <laughs> oh man. Oh, a oh, child garbage, vigilante. Man. And finally, we we've got to talk about it once again another selection from andrew wolf's recommendations. he sent us a list of bands and particular songs that he wants us to hear possibly doing on the show if you've been following this all summer it's basically been nothing but heaters just one after another hot fire blowing our minds Jenny, who are we hearing from this week?
3: This week we are hearing from Youth Forever, that's Y-U-T-H, a song called Lonely Bastard.
0: Jenny, do you love <laughs> unresolved chords? <laughs> I mean, oh boy, Jenny, what did you think of that?
3: Oh, geez, I don't know. It sounds like a it sounds like a a lot of different genres all at once. I got some Blood Brothers in there for sure. Was it Hot Fire? Yeah, it was a ripper. It was confusing, but. It's called Youth forever and I I'm in my mid30s it might not be for me I don't know. What did you guys think?
0: I, I think that's fair that, that was a thought that occurred to me pretty quickly into that Then I thought maybe I'm a little too old for this one because it's very noisy and <laughs> and
1: could I, you I, please turn it down And
0: I, I I actually turned it up because I wanted to see if maybe I was missing some nuance. And I don't think I was i think i was I think I was hearing them loud and clear, and yeah, I don't know if that one's necessarily for me. that one not my favorite Matt
1: that one hit my ears like a like a train wreck, lots of stuff going on, discordant, angry, aggressive
0: oh certainly aggressive. Certainly aggressive. Certainly aggressive. Don't don't get it twisted. Certainly aggressive.
1: And uh, this dainty flower started to wilt <laughs> over here. Uh,
0: so, well, nonetheless, thank you so much, Andrew, for challenging us once again with your recommendation. Still, plenty of songs to go on this list. This thing, I think, this is going to take us straight into fall. With how many songs okay. we still have left to go? No complaints here. No complaints here. Uh, so thank you once again. And that is it for who's tweeting. Keep on sending your recommendations into us, roachcoachpodcast.gmail.com, or you can post on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, hop into our DMs. Today, I don't remember who it was, but somebody was just in our DMs. They were just like, I'm just going to spam you guys with just a bunch of records. And I said, spam away. Hit us with your racks!" And they did indeed send us like 12 albums. So thank you so much parse that out as we can but yeah keep sending them sending those recommendations over we love to hear from them we always love to hear about new things that we're not aware of and uh yeah keep it rolling and now it is time to talk about the album of the week side project summer continues with device by device jenny when did this album come out
3: this album was released on april 9th 2013
1: Wow. I forget what we call that
0: because uh, I think that's even post-come-down. I believe that's that was a good party at this point. I think we're in That Was A Good Party, yeah. yeah. Jenny, we'll start with you. Any history with device?
3: None whatsoever. Lauren, how about you?
0: None whatsoever. I did was not aware of this album. Matt. When you said Draymond's
1: device... I was instantly confused when we talked about this originally. I had no idea this album existed.
0: I think the best way to start off is Jenny, who's in Device?
3: That would be one David (laughs) Drayman. Something I'm not entirely clear on is... I know that when they were recording, Gino Leonardo played a lot of different instruments on the album, and when they toured, there were different people that were playing on the album. Are you clear on who was featured throughout the recording of this album,
0: Lauren? Yes. So, I dug in deep. So, when I first heard about this record, I was like, okay, cool. Cool. Draymond did a side project. But then they're like, oh, yeah, he did it with Gino Leonardo, who used to be in filter. And not right. just any period of filter. He's in the, take, he's in the title of record amalgamate era. All right? Prime filter era, if you're a filthy. This is your guy. So Gino is working on one of the Underworld soundtracks. Sends a track over to David. He says, hey, bless this with some vocals, baby. They put it together. Ends up not on the soundtrack, but they had such a good time. And Disturbed is on a hiatus at this point. Draymond's like, come over to Casa Draymond. Let's make a record. So they make this whole album at David Draymond's house. Gino, apparently playing all the instruments. I cannot find any indication of who played the drums on this album. So either they're programmed drums or Gino did them or I don't know. There's no, there's no drum credit. On the touring, Jenny, who do we have who were the touring band?
3: For the touring band was Evanescence drummer Will Hunt and dope guitarist Virus we have virus and do we know who played bass
0: so i was like oh there's got to be another guy they ran as a trio so oh. either either there's no bass or the dude is doing they a they use tracks they use tracks or the dude's doing a local h situation or paddles
3: Wow. I'll have to ask
0: Mitch about that. You got to ask Mitch about that.
1: Yeah. Using that classic octave pedal.
0: Got to use some pedals. So yeah, so they ran as a trio. Gino did not want to tour. He wanted to stay home to be with his family and work on other projects. Hey, I get it. I mean, think about it. You're like, hey, you want to do a record, David? And David's like, yeah, but you got to stay at my house. Oh, okay. Record's done. Now go on tour with me. Hmm fool me once <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they went on they went on tour with will and virus they were on the gigant how is this pronounced jenny the gigant tour
3: gigant tour yep that's
0: right they're on the gigant tour which is headlined by megadeth they played dte music theater In 2013, they're on a lineup that included Black Label Society. Hell yeah. Newstead, which is Jason Newstead's band. But, you know, this is a different situation here. You know, it's not Disturbed, it's Device. So, Device went on second and I don't know if that totally plays into it, but if you go on YouTube, you go onto the device YouTube page, you can watch some clips from their show at DTE. Audience is a little flat. David is doing his best. Everybody's working hard. And not long after, in 2014, device ended.
3: What happened?
0: Draymond said, that's it. He pulled the plug. And virus went on one talk to me and said that if they had had the shot, device could have been the band. But David wasn't on board. He just didn't want to do it. And he says, "I don't know. It was, he wanted to get back with you know with disturbed, what have you. I don't know if he wasn't happy with the crowds, but David decided, nope. You know what? That's it." And back to Disturbed. And so Virus was a little crestfallen, but he's a rock and roll professional. He kept up going. Kept on, kept on. Is he still in Dope? Did he go back to Dope?
3: Yeah, it looks like he's popped in and out. But since 2018, Virus is in Dope. I mean, uh, he was in Dope from 2000 to 2013. 2015 to 2017. And then 2018 to present.
0: Oh, so we saw Virus, well, I saw Virus, when dope opened for Static X last year.
3: Yes, you did.
0: You missed out because you were getting that killer parking spot. It the was a great
3: spot. Great spot. Best
1: parallel parking you've ever done in your life.
2: Yeah.
3: It w- a memory I will never forget. <laughs>
0: Jenny, uh, who produced this record?
3: This record was produced by David Draymond and your filthy boy himself, Gino Leonardo.
0: Look at that. Look at that. I have a physical copy of this album here. I picked it up on sale. I don't have an exact price, but it was part of a deal. But I bought it at what I thought was a record store, but was actually a vape shop called Karma Vape. I walked in because they had a blinking neon sign that says CDs. (laughs) I said, all right, show me what you got. And what they had was basically – them trying to clear out their CD inventory. And so they had a copy of it there, brand new. I want to say I got it for like maybe ten. And I know it was on a discount. But I can tell you that they were astonished that anyone was in there to buy CDs. Because everybody else <laughs> was in there. The, the <laughs> it wasn't really, well let me tell you, they had an entire section of CDs. <laughs> they had a wall of vinyl. <laughs> They had a whole curtained-off porno section in the back. So it wasn't just karma vape going on in there, all right? It wasn't just vaping. Now, I will say, every single person who came in there besides me had no interest in any of those sections. And, and
1: also, if you want a free t-shirt design, spanking and vaping.
0: <laughs> spanking and vaping. Spanking and vaping. Is that our next shirt? Is that our next shirt? Is that the next shirt you're going to make? <laughs> we may never make another t-shirt. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so I have a physical copy of the CD here. The album cover has a robotic, I initially thought just robotic person, android person, screaming out of what looks to be some sort of oil. I've since learned this is not just a random robotic person. Jenny, who is this? This is Draymond's wife, Lena.
3: Lena, thank you.
0: You're welcome. I had to pull <laughs> she- I, I know she I knew she got thanked and thank you. So yeah, Lena.
3: Lena Draymond, representing the best parts of technology. There's a lot of a lot of commentary and technology going on here. Including in, in the band name itself.
0: David uh, David said that this album is uh, largely about technology, the goods and the bad. Yeah, we're, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. Jenny, we got any uh, genre tags on this bad boy?
3: We sure do. We have industrial metal, alternative metal, and hard rock.
0: Oh, hello. There we oh, go. yeah! Oh,
3: yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. We also will have plenty of guests on this album. I hope you like guests. I hope you like duets, because we got plenty of those going on. Also, this album, I would say, uh, pretty successful. Billboard 200 number eleven. That's pretty good for a side project, you know. That's really just just Draymond. I think it speaks to the strength of Draymond's name alone. Reception for this record, according to Wikipedia, mixed. Bloody disgusting described the album as nothing more than disturbed light and criticized it for being entirely forgettable and disappointingly incredibly generic. Conversely, Ouch. I know that's that's a brutal one. Conversely, Artist Direct gave the album a glowing review, referring to the album's sound as refreshing and reinvigorating and calling it one of the year's best records. Um a. Yeah. That was five out of five star review there. Uh, Loudwire, three out of five. All music, three out of five. So yeah, so there is, uh, the version I have here is the standard edition that you would pick up at, say, Karma Vape. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. If you were to go other places, you might get a deluxe edition that has 12 tracks. If you went to one Best Buy in in 2013, you could pick up, An exclusive version that is 13 tracks. Believe it or not, we figured out Google over here. We have all the tracks. We're going to talk about them all tonight, baby. But to do that,
3: (laughs) we got to listen to got to listen to a
0: song first.
3: All right, let's get into this thing. Uh, The first track is called "You Think You Know."
2: All right, all right, all right, all right. right, 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 right. (laughs) Are
3: you having some sort of
2: deja vu? Oh my God.
1: (laughs) If you both go, I love this, it will be full deja vu.
2: Well, Well, Matt,
1: we love
3: it. We love it. We both love it.
0: Uh, we have been texting each other about this album all week nothing but smile emojis (laughs) oh my god (laughs) this is amazing what's wrong what's wrong with you what are you like it's device it's device (laughs) man
2: what what are you hearing
0: (laughs) okay matt i knew you were gonna ask that so don't worry i took copious notes
1: copious notes i may have to use
0: the restroom please continue (laughs) okay i can say right off the bat we've got this grinding chug immediately catching my ear but it's not a disturbed chug it's a little filtering so for me a filthy boy till the day i die i'm like this is this is already speaking my language you know it's a little heavier than filter but, yeah, and then Draymond says, come on, and I said, oh, wait, are we in the vibe? Are we in the zone of the sickness again? And I think there isn't a, there isn't a ton of scrowling. It's mostly singing, but Draymond's in the zone. He's in the fucking zone. The lyrics on this song, can you shut down the funky vibe? The second that's verse. The Th- that's, that's the one. That's the one. That's the one for you, Jenny.
3: Oh yeah, I was like, we're back. We're <laughs> back in that spirit of the sickness. And I agree, it's like a little less, less growling, less like. I think we'll see as this album goes on too, but like the the anger has like matured a little bit. But mm-hmm. this is definitely the vibe. It's 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 the vibe of the sickness.
0: It really is. You have that sickness vibe to it. And, but he still has, he still works in, in the second verse, he works in a a little whore. And I said, okay, he's still working that in. My question was like, is the trick here, you got to let David record in his house. Because then he gets loose. He gets loose and just starts to just, just go. I was all about it immediately right away. Very happy. And I was like, I can go to songmeanings.com, which... Really, not a ton of comments for most of these songs. But then, doing a little more research, I went over to YouTube.com hmm. and
3: found... Heard of it.
0: You've heard of it. You've heard I've of it. heard of it. You've yep. heard of it. And there are 10 videos of Draymond with Guitarist Virus sitting down to discuss the meaning Every single one of these songs, as only David Draymond can do so. I can tell you that finding these videos was like finding money on the street. It put me over the moon, into the stars, and back down again to Earth. I cannot wait to listen to all of these with you guys. It's gonna be like David's here. I'm gonna say, David, what? is you think you know all about
5: you think you know is a two-sided statement Uh, one it's kind of giving people a heads up as to what their impressions might have been of what this body of work or this project would be Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. kind of giving them an awareness that it is something entirely unique and different in its own right okay but from a pure lyrical inspiration it came from a hundred relationships that I've been in in the past of uh, situations where your significant other or your partner in the relationship has their own unique perception of reality that is unfortunately fairly far from actual truth and so this is a healthy reality check
4: It's a great album opener. That song is a kick in the ass for sure. <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, playing that one live.
3: <laughs> that's will hunt chiming in at the end there you'll uh you'll find that throughout uh so when you're watching these um you you see will hunt virus and draymond sitting together on a couch but i think that's the only time
1: portrait of american family Stop.
3: yeah that's that's the only time you hear will talk and eventually you hear a couple like murmurs from virus but for the most part, we're we're only hearing from Draymond.
0: Yeah, there was definitely a vibe I picked up, especially we. There's a, we're, there's another video. There's a video for this song, which we'll talk about in a minute. But there's a, another video for the other single, and you get to see the behind the scenes, and they're hanging out, and Will makes a comment, like I think a joke, and Draymond sort of looks at him, and then it's like yeah, yeah, pretty funny, and I was like oh. They are not friends. Like, they don't hate each other or anything, but they're not, like, friends. He's, like, Draymond's employee.
1: <laughs> this is a business relationship. <laughs> this is a relationship.
0: business relationship, 100%. And uh, it, was, it was interesting to see that. And I wondered if maybe that's the other reason that David – maybe David was, like – maybe it's that thing where you're, like, I want to go out on my own, and I want to call all the shots. And I'm tired of having these disagreements with these guys who – I thought we're my fucking friends, but now we're in this tug of war in this band for dominance in this band. So then you go, you become the boss, you're in charge of everything, you're collecting tax return forms, you know, you're filling out W-2s, W-9s, anything with a W on it, and next thing you know, you're like, this isn't what I signed up for. Is, is Will my friend, or is he just my drummer for 40 minutes a night? You know?
3: And then Will chimes in and says, Yeah, and it's a really good opening song, and then I can't <laughs> wait to play it live.
1: I mean, it just, what a kick in the ass.
0: And Shut up, Will! <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to talk about this song! The music video for this song, Spiders spiders Mm -hmm. and you know what i will say though will is spinning them sticks spinning them sticks like a goddamn magician
3: he sure is
0: some great stick spinning so we're off to a roaring start jenny and i full of excitement matt we're gonna win you over on this one i feel it in our bones all right all right right. because we're not just dealing with the 10 track version of device by device or the 12 track we're dealing with the best buy exclusive baby
3: 13 tracks
0: let's uh go
3: let's keep going all right Yeah. Uh,
1: carve another notch into my prison wall over here
3: <laughs> and you're never getting out never,
2: getting-, <laughs> never getting
3: out
1: all right let's yep. do it
3: all right up next we've got penance Oh yeah. Let's go, yeah. Well, let's, go for it, man.
1: I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that you probably wouldn't expect, but belly full of team fries, two or three tall boys of <laughs> of Oberon, <laughs> on the hill, cool breeze. I think I'd have my hands in the air, baby.
3: <laughs> All right. There See it is. Those, there it that is. would
1: need to be the scenario.
3: We've worn you down
1: all these With, years. That's it. Oh, I didn't say I liked it.
3: <laughs> You—that's <Yep>, <laughs> um, mm, Relative but I, to the first Disturbed record that we listened to, the last time we felt this good about Draymond, you're liking it relative to that.
1: Yeah, man. That is true. That is true. It—it it, it is interesting. He's so serious and an utter goof at the same time that is i i don't know how he gets away with it
3: i i would not have said this before this like watching him talk about these songs i don't think he knows Mm-mm. he's goofy
0: no no. <laughs> no no
3: i would have thought that he knew before this but i was watching this and i was like oh shit this dude is like humorless and even like when will tried to make a little joke and he was just like huh you'll hear it matt but i i think dude is a hundred percent for
1: real and in this oblivious to his goofiness I, i
0: i think it doesn't work if he's in on it i think it falls apart watching those videos it, it really well you know what let's let's stop dancing around it let's hear David talk about the meaning of penance
5: penance is kind of uh, a track that delves into the creepier side of things I think that that is probably my most Marilyn Manson inspired track in on the record and in the body of work That uh, just <clears> kind of a uh, praise on on the fears of the subconscious and the things that plague your nightmares and wondering that is there some sort of penance that i could do to free me of these horrific images that continue to haunt me it's one of know, my viruses, favorite try. favorite tracks yeah.
1: anything with nightmares it's <laughs> <laughs> just a badass song oh that clicking you hear that's his dumb librette piercing
3: It is his little... His little dangles. His dangles, his little fangs. This was my favorite interview because he keeps looking... Draymond keeps looking over at Virus, and I couldn't figure out why. And then he says, this is Virus's favorite. And and when he says, anything with nightmares. (laughs) 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 Like it's so i don't know i love it it's so it seems so sincere you know i just thought it was sweet and it made me laugh
0: i enjoyed it as well because lyrically i gotta tell you we 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 talk about a lot of bands in the show they don't give us specifics or things are vague or they're just going into cliches and i think draymond has his own cliches but man the imagery on this track. I mean, the choking dark. A hundred thousand moving creatures tickle my flesh. Who else is gonna give you that? Who else? Also, no once again, he's up in the numbers. Last I checked, it was ten thousand fists. Now a hundred thousand moving creatures and they're all tickling. Well tickle monsters. Tickle monsters. Oh boy.
3: All right. Are we ready? Are we ready to keep going? I think we're ready. All right. Up next, we've got uh, the single, lead single from this record Vilify.
4: control from the onset. Go find another laptop, fucker. You need to purify every single word that I say. It's me wrestling with non of Leave me alone. Take another wretched soul on the hill, ride. Go find the most susceptible, fucker. I can't believe this is happening. Don't want to start over again. It's gonna keep falling over again and again and again. When you purify, you begin Everything that we've ever done You're fucking with my head As you feel the fire All I've been given I don't want to fall apart anymore I want to
1: end it right now the I start to wonder Every battle, every phone, every thought Imploding in my head As you feel the fire I'm in the building to Why don't we end it right now? Why don't we end it right
3: now? Wow! He set you up for that, but Matt, the song... Well, see, I keep wanting to jump to what it's about because I know.
0: Maybe, I think with this one, I think we need to hear,
5: we need to hear from Straight From David what this song is about. Vilify is the first single off the record and a great uh, flagship song to represent the band right out of the gate. Definitely, it embodies all of the sonic qualities and all of the uniqueness of what device is. It is... Definitely heavy enough to make the most ardent, disturbed fan happy, but different enough to open many new doors and to be inviting to people who may never have been disturbed fans in the first place. But again, as I've said before, it's very much its own unique thing. It's very much got its own specific identity, the strong fusion of electronica and the captivating nature of the power of, of the riff in it are, and, and the, the rhythmic onslaught which you're assaulted with are, are, are very, very convincing. The meaning of the song is basically talking about uh, the many people out there who make me out to be this bad guy and I'm just so not that. I, I've never been anyone to back away from the things I'm passionate about or what I believe in. I never will be. I will never apologize for standing up for my beliefs, and I won't apologize for speaking with a certain amount of vernacular and and, and having a a certain grasp of the English language and and having a certain level of education, which I've spent many years trying to (laughs) cultivate. Um, I think that people sometimes mistake those aspects for being haughty, or they mistake the persona of the individual that you see on stage, which is all of my power and all of my ferocity, and shedding every single ounce of fear to be the persona of the individual when I come off stage, which really isn't necessarily the case. It's more of a yin and yang type of thing. But yeah, it, it's basically a message to all of the haters out there who, <laughs> who pretend to know who I am. Oh, oh this, really so... so way, way off base and... and, and Kind of calling them out and making them feel it. Wow. Wow.
0: Matt. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Vilifies about you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Do you think Draymond haughty? <laughs> Do you? He think- will not apologize for his
1: vernacular. vernacular Why? Well, something... I speak the kings, my good man. <laughs> <laughs>
3: this was when I realized that what we're getting is 100% Draymond.
1: Like, yeah. I read these lyrics and I'm like, these are goofy-ass lyrics. He writes goofy lyrics to me that he sells with a confidence of of a genius and now hearing him expound on that <laughs> totally tracks he, he it's like well perhaps i'm the only one here who understands james joyce
0: <laughs> like <laughs> wait a minute i didn't do you i i gotta say i never expected that david draymond would have the vibe of the guy who's read the book before it's been assigned you know what i mean like <laughs> i was not expecting that but he wow i my my aspiration is to be i don't know 115th as confident as him <laughs> like wow I know, right wow <laughs> no wonder he made it <laughs> no wonder yeah that ship the,
1: the, that ship the uss david Draymond, it's <laughs> unsinkable oh
0: t- do what you want bomb it try to hijack it there's, you can't mutiny that ship. Forget about it, it. it. His hubris may have
1: made him lose some deck chairs, but that boat's still on the water. <laughs> That's
3: right, baby. I, I can't argue with that. I cannot argue with that. I, To me, listening, listening to this record, I'm still... I still feel the joy of the silliness that I perceive just by how... Absolutely over the top, this is. It reminds me very much, I'm sure you guys are up on this season of The Real Housewives of New York, Countess Luann, she has a a show, a a variety show, um, and she... She gets really drunk at a a house called Bluestone Manor in the Hamptons and yells at her friend who's going to be in the show. You're not going to be in my show anymore. I don't want you. You're out of the show. And she gets so serious and over the top about her, like, uh, I can't think of the name of what kind of show it is. It's like a variety show. It's a cabaret. It's a cabaret is what it is, and she takes it so seriously and she doesn't realize like how ridiculous she looks. But it's so silly that it just makes me laugh. Like that level of seriousness, it just I can't help but laugh when people take themselves that seriously. And maybe that's what I'm laughing at here. When we listened to the sickness, I thought Draymond was in on it. But I was wrong. But I'm not going to let that steal my
1: sunshine (laughs) diminish my enjoyment
0: if anything it just makes it better it just makes it better and i i love here's the thing he's the type of guy i don't know if he says it here i feel like it may be in one of them but he he says something to the effect of like the the true essence of rock and roll of rock music or something like that and i'm like yeah he's that guy he's totally that guy believing in the power of rock so who am I to disagree? I will say, uh, we've been talking a lot about David, should not overlook the work of Gino Leonardo on here. I mean, we're getting some industrial synths in there, but also this thing, this feels much more new metal than the last few Disturbed Records. It just has a bit more of a chuggy vibe to it, and which I attribute, I think, largely to Gino Leonardo's You know, claim to fame as largely being in Filter. But filter's kind of heyday was that late nineties, early two thousands, new metal era, and he di- he hasn't really wandered too far from that. And so this is it, this isn't like rock, you know. It, it's it's a little closer to the the alt, but also it has some chug to it. And uh, I mean, I was on board. I was on board a hundred percent. And then and then yeah, you got our boy David on top talking about vilification. Yeah. Of course, absolutely. So there is a music video for this song, Jenny. This one's uh, a little different than the first, uh, the other video. We've got Lena Drayman in it.
3: Yeah, and everybody is painted black in some goop, and she transforms in a pretty horrifying way into some sort of android creature. Just a lot going on.
0: Indeed. In the behind the scenes, you see all the work they had to do to make all the goop. And that the goop will wash off, but it takes a really long time. And It, it won't rinse off. It won't rinse off.
3: You have and, to scrub. Yep.
0: Yeah. And uh, they have a couple of actors who are basically head to toe in this stuff. And the one guy goes, I have a feeling it's going to be a couple days <laughs> before I get this off. And, um... Yeah, and 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 David's wife is there. Lena is there as well, helping out. I think we're ready for our first duet. All right,
3: let's let's hop to it. Uh, this is a song called "Close My Eyes Forever."
4: i
0: Matt. Matt. Matt.
1: Yeah, guys.
3: <laughs> what are, I just want to know what you think. Yeah, I, think I just... The listeners, yeah. Yeah. the listeners all know that we're just like, yes, I love it. How fun. <laughs> Let's talk about all the fun we had listening to these songs. <laughs> but everyone's worried about
1: you. and yeah. <laughs> Well, no need to be worried about me. I, I'm fine. This... Never <sighs> tell you how much I hate, like... Songs like this. Oh, my (laughs) God.
3: Whoa! I want to hear what you have to say.
1: Wow. And the reason why is simple. At a very critical part of my life, sixth grade into seventh grade, the power ballad was everywhere. Couldn't get away from it. Bon Jovi's I'll Be There for You? Inescapable. Every Rose Has Its Thorn? Played ad nauseam. And let me just tell you, there was a group of people who loved that music and then there was me.
2: <laughs> and it
1: always made me feel like an outcast because it was the group of people I wanted to hang out with, but my principles would not allow me to enjoy it. Wow. Wow, Matt. I like what I like. That's and all I right. I don't like this per se. It, it, it's not bad. I. It, it's actually like I'm I'm acting like it's the worst thing in the world. It's I think it's good summertime. You know what I could hear this on? Boat. Not a pontoon per se, but a boat. Speed boat. That could work.
3: <laughs> just <laughs> ripping through a freshwater lake.
1: Just, just cruise in <laughs> Lake Michigan or Lake St. Clair, having a good time. You going to Jobby Nooner? You yeah. throwing this on.
3: Yeah. So wow. this, Look at that
1: device.
3: This is a cover, Matt. This is a cover of a song that. It, it,
1: it, okay, it's Ozzy Osbourne, right?
3: It's Ozzy Osbourne and Lita Ford. Yeah, I knew it.
1: I knew it. I was like, this sounds like Ozzy. Osbourne. I yeah. Yes. Yeah.
3: So, no. 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 You're you're 100 right. Um, so this song, weirdly enough, so the the origin story of the song is Sharon Osbourne was uh, uh, managing. Lita Ford and she said you should do a song with Ozzy so legend has it they hung out one day Ozzy Lita playing pool and they cranked this out in like an afternoon so I have no citations on that but that's what, I <laughs>
0: print, just the, legend. That print yeah. the legend print the legend baby uh I, yeah I
3: love a power duet I love a power duet like I loved this song I love uh up where we belong i'd say it's a power duet in my mind i love guilty barbara streisand and barry gibb islands in the stream i want duets i just want duets all the time give me a duet i'm probably gonna like it
0: uh so i am i will say that i am with matt in that i am not a power ballad person i am someone who's definitely not into hair metal And, but when this song started, I said, okay, track four, slowing it down a little bit. Female vocal comes in. Have we mentioned Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm? I don't think we have. It's Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm. But when David comes in, I'm there. I'm like, yep, yep, let's do it. 100%. The conviction, when you told me he didn't write the song, I said, tell him that. (laughs) Because (laughs) he doesn't sing it. He sings it like he lives it, and I wrote in my notes that this is good butt rock, which is something I thought I'd never say. You know, also I got to feel that this this might have been a bit. This also really showed me the David, even though it, it's it, in some of the um, EPK and some of the other stuff written about this album that it was it was like a collaboration with Gino. This song really let me know, like, ultimately, David steering the boat. Because I don't see Gino coming to this. And, uh, but it is, I was, I was in. I was like, man, this guy's singing with a conviction. Does he say anything extra? I think he just says that this is is what we've all said. It's a cover and that he dedicates it to Ozzy, right, basically? Yeah,
3: he dedicates it to Ozzy. He thanks Sharon and Ozzy for all that they've done for him. uh, And that he thinks Lizzie Hale has uh, one of the best, if not the best, female vocals in all of rock music right now.
0: There you have it. There you have it. All right we're just going along feeling good feeling great with device and now i think we're gonna feel even better with another duet
3: yeah that's right up next we've got out of line featuring serge tankian and geezer butler
4: Show some sympathy, without a care in their heart, they let it all fall apart, their twisted rationales have never made sense to me, it seems destruction is a form of success for you, These tragic visions of us will never leave me, Try to justify the pain that you brought, but you're out of line, you're out of
1: line, you're out of line,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wow. If I may go, wow. if I may go to my notes, this song rules. It's fucking great. <laughs> wow. Serge meeting David on David's playing field, meeting him one hundred percent. When you're at the Draymond House, you're playing by Draymond's rules, and you're in. I checked the writing credits on this. It's all David. David writing for Serge, and Serge being like, "You get me." Okay, you get me.
3: He said, "Serge is a dear friend."
0: Oh, well, let's let's hear straight from him.
5: Out of line is uh, a very political track. It is one of the heavier tracks on the record, and that heaviness is brought by the bottom, which none other than Geezer Butler himself adds to the track. He plays the bass on that particular track. And I have the distinct honor and privilege and pleasure of finally being able to do a collaborative effort with Mr. Serge Tankian from System of a Down, a dear, dear friend of mine and a a tremendously talented individual in his own right. It it, it definitely is, is, is a call to arms. It is speaking out against the injustices that ravage our world and the maniacs and maniacal individuals who perpetuate those crimes.
2: You're out of line. Hey,
1: you know what stops a tyrant? Calling her out of line. A guy with some lower lip hooks.
2: Just going. (laughs) You're out of line,
0: Matt. Would you expect anything less from the same person who wrote the lyric? You're my number one rated enemy. I wouldn't. It tracks.
1: it here's the thing that here's the thing that's kind of hitting me as I as I sit here and listen to it is that device is starting to feel like a more logical progression for Disturbed than their second album was.
0: Oh man. If this had been Disturbed second record. <sighs> what a dream. I,
1: you know what I mean? Because it's still To kind of your point, Jenny, like this kind of has that goofiness and seriousness that the first record had, but it, like the second Disturbed record didn't have any hooks per se. It kind of was just lost, if I remember properly. You know, whereas this feels a lot more like honed in, but it's, it, you're, I mean, there's no way that you can look at this and be like, "It's not David driving that boat, that speed boat, that speed with boat. his own with his own music, blaring.
3: That's exactly right.
0: Yeah, Jenny, what did you think about a
3: I liked it a lot. I thought it was very fun. I loved our little—I don't even know what to describe it as. The noise at the very top got me very amped. Oh, I enjoyed. Oh, you, are you I, talking about the ad libs? Yeah, I'm talking about the uh the huh? Huh? the pit prompt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I love that. I I obviously love Serge's Serge's vocals. You know, I was thinking, I was listening to this earlier. I'd have coffee with Serge. I've changed my mind about that.
2: What
3: <laughs> Yeah, I've changed my mind. I think I think I I think I I think I've changed. So I know if uh if you're a new listener, <laughs> you're like, what? Who cares? Uh, but I took a real a real hot stance on who I would and would not get coffee with. And I said, never, Serge. I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back.
0: There you go. You say, you know what? There is no status quo in the show. Anything can happen. There you go. Jenny will have coffee with Serge. There is uh one other part in this song I did want to touch on, Matt. If you can go to two forty For the section I call, I feel it coming.
1: Here's the I feel it coming part.
3: He won't capitulate this time. We He won't apologize for his vernacular. Hey.
0: Pat, he's not going to apologize for his vocabulary. Corporations,
1: I will not capitulate.
3: He will not capitulate. Well, yeah, that's the weird thing. So this, hearing Draymond partner up with Serge and then another another guest that comes on in a couple tracks... I was like, all right, I never would have thought of Draymond as, like, I guess, like, I knew that he was, like, somewhat political, but, like, I never was, like, what is his, like, deal? And it seems like he's, like, libertarian-ish. Like, he supported Bernie Sanders for his presidential run, but he says he doesn't agree with, like, the 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 Democrats fiscally, but he's certainly not about, like, the Republicans' bullshit, whatever, I guess like he has such like um, the the guests. I guess I'm only looking at the guests whose like political stances I'm well well aware of. Like I don't know what Lizzie Hale or Geezer Butler thinks about <laughs> politics, <laughs> and I didn't even but, know who but Glenn is. I'm waiting
1: for <laughs> Geezer. Oh
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess like I was like, is Draymond secretly like out there super duper left, but. Um, he seems to be more of a, a libertarian fellow, which does not surprise me after listening to him talk about these songs. Yeah, uh, it, it all it all tracks. I got to say,
0: so Missed Opportunity by Bernie, he had a lot of bands playing at his rallies. He had the Strokes play. <laughs> Imagine if he had had Disturbed Roll In, play some Droppin' Plates. It'd be straight up bernie trump right now hundred <laughs> percent missed opportunity bernie i'm just saying
3: hey maybe next time maybe, maybe next, next time, time. Maybe next time.
0: Um, <laughs>
3: that would honestly like just <laughs> fill my whole heart with
0: joy because <laughs> at every point in the bernie rally at the end he's he thanks someone he's like i want to thank the strokes for the music he'd be like i want to thank disturbed for the music <laughs>
3: That, uh, uh, I would love it. I would love uh, it.
0: Uh, it would be amazing.
3: Want to keep going here?
0: Uh, of course. Absolutely.
3: All right. Up next, we've got a song called Hunted.
1: Bloopy boys.
0: You're becoming the animal hmm. So this is the song that was supposed to be on that Underworld soundtrack It's about <laughs> the battle between the vampires and the werewolves Who I believe are called lichens. Lycans
5: They are
3: oh, I, I really want to hear David talk about this
0: Okay, let's hear David talk about this one
5: Hunted is the song that began this entire process Hunted it was a song that was originally written for the Underworld Awakening soundtrack. It's the song that uh, Gino Leonardo first approached me about when we first began writing for this record. He was working on a number of tracks for the Underworld soundtrack. One was with Lacey from Flyleaf, the other was with Pete from Chevelle, and he asked me to do one, and he sent me the music. And uh, I was immediately uh, very taken with the piece of music. Uh, in its, in its uh, first form. I, I listened to it for a number of hours, maybe two, three hours, and had already come up with something for it. And the next day called him and said, yeah, let's do this because I have a, an amazing idea for it. Flew out to Chicago, tracked it. The song, if you listen to it lyrically, is exactly about the war, uh, the new war that is depicted in the movie Uh, Of about how the humans were then waging war against the vampires aided by the lichens and it's talking about uh, the potential role reversal uh, of what they wanted to happen of turning uh, turning the one who's being who is doing the hunting in other words the humans hunting the uh, the vampires to have them become the animal to have them become the hunted one Mm.
3: The dulcet tones of David Draymond explaining things. I could fall asleep to that. This might ah, be like my yeah. ASMR.
0: Truly. David Draymond explaining the plots to vampire movies <laughs> that he wrote into his songs. Please do. Please do. Yes. Yeah, I wanna just So yeah. this was awakening that he wrote it for? Initially, but yeah. But it just didn't didn't but make, it just didn't get in. Didn't okay. get in, yeah.
1: Uh, by the way, I have seen all of the Underworld films.
0: <laughs> Interesting, Matt, because it sounds like they are all soundtracked by music you do not enjoy. <laughs> well, they left this track off, my friend. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So, so Matt, when you listen to this song, does it, does it remind you of the battle between the humans, the vampires, and the lichens?
1: Let me get, with that in mind, let's just uh, hear a couple more seconds. No.
2: <laughs> oh. Harsh. Wow.
1: Harsh. 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 Here this is very funny about David is that he is so particular about his enunciation.
2: Mhm. Mm.
1: Like he has to sp- specifically say certain words certain ways. Like nobody says enemy the way Draymond says enemy. Words that end in I-E or Y he's like that will be the name of the song thank you very much because I want to say it again and again. He's very very particular.
3: He is. Hey you know what no one told me about Draymond's wife Lena. Hmm. She was a WWE diva.
0: Oh, I did not know that either.
3: I didn't know I that no either. Well, you know, sorry. I just learned that I was just just skimming through Draymond's personal Wikipedia, which I gained access to by clicking on it. <laughs> so I guess it's not that personal. We've got uh, another song. Do you? Did you uh, have something, Lauren?
0: I was just saying in my notes, uh, I wrote that this album seems to be all hot riffs and that this track is another monster. Uh, which <laughs> checks out since it's about monsters hunting monsters, they are hunted, and they are also I wrote down my two favorite lyrics: "You're Burning Alive" and "A Bloody Legacy." There you go. There you have it.
3: All right. Here we go.
0: Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Next,
3: we go. we've got opinion featuring Tom Morello.
1: So I'm taking those little meadly weirdy sounds for Tom Morello.
0: Absolutely. That's Tom peppering in. I think I think he will explain it in his let's just go let's just go. David, talk to us about opinion.
5: Opinion features Mr. Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine, um, who added a bunch of his guitar wizardry to the track in the choruses and the solo and the outro. Um, he's a dear, dear friend of mine and someone who I greatly respect and admire. Both uh, the track that I did with Serge and Geezer, and also the track that I did with Tom in Opinion, a portion of those proceeds go towards Tom and Serge's charity. Uh, It's something I wanted to do uh, to to pay them back for their involvement in the project. Um, And uh, Opinion is uh, another call to arms. It's basically You know, calling out those individuals who uh, are insistent on staying ignorant, who believe in the old adage of ignorance is bliss, which I think is preposterous and, and foolhardy. I think that you need to have your eyes open to the world and to the things that happen within it and to take objection with the things that you should be objecting and to raise Uh, your awareness and and fight for a cause and and to not be oblivious to the atrocities that happen in the world around us
1: hey
0: sheeple wake up wake up and have an opinion you sheep and have an opinion you sheeple
1: hey ignorance is bliss if you're ready for the slaughter. <laughs>
0: hey. Matt, Matt, for somebody who says you're not enjoying this, you're certainly getting it. Guys, I'm having the best time of my life there it talking is. to
1: you about this. Because every time Draymond starts singing, it brings a smile to my face because it's so preposterous. But I love
3: it. He won't apologize. He's never been someone to apologize. Mm-mm. And he never will be.
1: That's right. I don't know what an apology is, but I do know that you will not get one from me, <laughs> David Draymond.
0: Uh I wrote in my notes, David has an opinion. Why don't you? There you go. There it is. Jenny, thoughts and opinion?
3: Look, I don't disagree. That's it. I loved opinion. What's, what's not to like?
2: There what's it is. What's not to
3: like? Tom That's Morello... Draymond, wake up, sheeple! Checking my boxes.
0: Checking all the boxes. You know there was some petals going on here. You know oh, it. Oh
3: my God! The room I'm oh, in yeah. right Are you...
0: now. Are you in I the pedal? See... Are you in the pedal room?
3: I am in the pedal room. I can see twenty petals right now. Wow. Conservatively. Wow. Conservatively. But still so, if anybody no- wants to rob <laughs> petals. <laughs> <laughs> Do the work of figuring out where I live. And really upset Mitch more than Mm. anything. So please don't do that to Sweet Mitchell.
0: Or you know what would be even worse? If they came in and they replaced them all with Wawa pedals. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) 20 Waz. 20 Waz.
3: I swear he bought a wah pedal recently, because I was like, I thought you hated those. He's like, one time I said I kind of didn't like them, and you turned it into I hate them so much. (laughs) And he's right. I did do that. (laughs) (laughs) That is a 100% truth (laughs) that he told.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, you know what? You got the truth of the legend, print the legend, and Mitch's hatred of the wah. Oh yeah. And it lives on.
3: <laughs> awesome. Well, up next we've got
1: Uh oh <laughs> War
3: of Lies.
0: talking about enemies he's talking about adversaries fabricators living their own lies. you gotta admit it's got a bit of a new chug to it jenny thoughts on war yeah. of lies?
3: it does have a new chug i think at this point i think it's interesting i don't know if we'll listen to it but there was one piece of uh one of the interviews that we did with draymond where he says that this is unlike anything else that is happening in rock and it's just like uh, it's a revolution i think he says something along those lines
0: yeah i think it's in the epk yeah
3: yeah and i just i really enjoy this and i'm having a lot of fun listening to it but i can see how somebody would say it's it's a bit generic. It doesn't strike me as particularly groundbreaking or or different and he, he's saying that like he's taking things a different way than Disturbed could have and I just I'm not seeing that and I'm curious um what what do you what do you two think about that?
0: Well, uh I've only heard I've heard the same amount of Disturbed albums as you have Jenny and I believe we've listened to th- Three so far. We've listened to Sickness, Believe, 10,000 Fists. I think mm-hmm. that's all we've listened to so far. And the thing with the Disturbed Records, especially the, the 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 second and the third one, is that about like three or four tracks in, they're out of tricks. And then we're basically just repeating ourselves sonically. And on this album, I... Well, I feel that there is a familiarity in the sound. I did not feel like I was listening to 10 versions of the same song. I felt like I was hearing like the the riff on War of Lies is definitely different. It's got the stutter stop to it, a little bit, something going on there. I felt like Vilify sounded different, I mean, from Opinion. And then you've got these duets. I just think for whatever reason, there's just more variety on something like this. Do I think it's do I agree that it's like groundbreaking and changing the world? I, I wouldn't go that far, but it, it definitely, it feels like, yeah, it's just a little bit more variety, a, a little bit, maybe just a little bit more daring than a disturbed record. You know, I mean, that might be part of the reason that he decided to do a solo thing is that he didn't have to serve that disturbed master, you know, which I think, you know, especially on something like 10,000 fist is definitely playing down the middle. Um, and not getting too crazy.
3: That makes sense to me.
0: I, th-
1: I think that tracks.
0: What did David say about War of Lies?
5: Oh,
1: David? Yeah. About War of Lies? Yeah. Well, hey David, what did you say about this one?
5: War of Lies is a sticky one. Um, That is kind of our, uh, almost like our bohemian rhapsody of the record. A lot of stuff going on in there. Um, But it's basically a song that is about my family. A turn of events that occurred where I was betrayed and uh, Really uh, just used and uh, Lies beget more lies and unfortunately people sometimes can only exist by believing the lies they've created Around them that they've built around them that they that they survive on on a daily basis and It's calling them out Painfully so, but necessarily so.
1: Hey, I think Frankie Geist speaks for all of us with his comment. I feel for him. I can relate. (laughs) And sorry he went through it, but it made him stronger. Seems like a really good guy. And I love his singing and songwriting.
3: Wow. Well, I think Frankie made a really good argument for... A meaningful and long-lasting friendship that will be referred to as a very dear friend.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah. I mean, I I love... I love the fact that he used the word betrayal. It mm-hmm. adds oh. a level. <laughs> I mean... Only he would be betrayed. Betrayed. And then... Because the thing you think about is it, like, what is he talking about? I... I mean, here's the thing. If you get cornered by Draymond at a party, it's, it's two, two options. Either you're going to have the best time, you're going to can't wait to tell your friends about it, or you're going to be like, I got to get away from this guy. Only two options. <laughs> Throwing that betrayal around leads me to think it might be the latter, but oh boy. I mean, because I just have more questions. I'm like, what'd they do? Like, what do they do? Like... The
3: word betrayal is so intense. Um, there is somebody, an acquaintance of mine, who I don't know very well, but once, a long time ago, we were all at a bar together, and in the middle of a conversation, they said, they betrayed me. <laughs> and I was like, holy <laughs> shit, what? And I noticed after that, when this person talked about anything that happened, it was, like, so intense.
1: About how you were wronged.
3: Yes. Like, I won't be a part of their little game. Stuff like that. And
1: I was like. This, no joke. Whoa. Seems like some straight up housewife shit. Yes. Like, that's some, what, Rhoda, Rhonda, whatever. Like, I don't know. Dorinda?
3: Rhoda. Sure.
0: There's, there's which is the the Beverly Hills
1: one. There's one that's like I don't, I,
0: I think I think, I, don't. I think it's I think Matt should just keep guessing the names. I don't think we should ever tell <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I know what it, it is either. But.
1: Rhonda Fer Virgo, oh, Rhonda. Raphael. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Lisa uh, Rinna is on Beverly Hills. Teddy Mellencamp, John Mellencamp's daughter. Denise Richards. She's having a real. Richard. She's having a hell of a. She quit halfway through the season because of all the scandal. Do you know what the scandal is? What's the scandal? She's on the cover of Money Plane, but she's only in that movie for like five minutes total. That's not what the scandal on the show is.
2: Oh, okay. But
3: that is
0: a (laughs) scandal. I'm I'm so 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 lost right now. (laughs) So
3: Denise Richards is married to this guy named Aaron who's into like holistic medicine, basically, like alternative medicine. And occasionally they'll like bring something up and he'll be like, I can't say more because cancer doctors want me killed. And she'll be like, baby, stop talking about it. But apparently she was having an affair with brandy glanville that brandy so brandy glanville used to be on the show and brandy glanville claims that denise richards told her that she was in an open marriage with Aaron, but sources say that they were in fact not in an open marriage now denise is denying it it's a whole thing
0: is brandy glanville a woman yes this is like real life wild things I- guys yeah all I know is
1: it seems like there's some betrayal it happening.
3: It is true. Somebody. Which did. was my
0: whole point. <laughs> oh, what? Did we get derailed, Matt? Did we get derailed? I stuck the landing. <laughs> you did it. You Look, did it. You threw me off the
3: rails. You knew what was going to happen when you put that stick on the train tracks. (laughs) I'm a weak train. I'm barely on the tracks. Don't put anything on the tracks. A stick is all you need to derail this train. You put a stick, a a housewife stick on these tracks. Kiss your (laughs) night goodbye.
1: It's done. Lauren, you are in charge of all of our epitaphs. You need to now change Jenny's (laughs) to, I am a weak train. (laughs) I (laughs) am a weak train.
0: Oh man, the, what you know? What that's gonna stop? That's gonna stop traffic in that graveyard. Let me tell you. What <laughs> does that mean? <laughs> wait, uh, wait, Jennifer Social's a week trip roach coach episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Reference. Yes. Yo, listen, always be promoting, always be selling, always on brand. Listen, oh, what? Yeah. What? We're not. We're, we're gonna stop promoting the show when one of us is dead. <laughs> not in your life. No, no way. Absolutely not on your life, not, not
3: on your death, not, not on any, your anything.
0: Not on anything. Oh man. Let's we keep should it. keep going. We should, keep, we should going. keep
3: going. Up next we've got Haze featuring M shadows.
1: M night shadows. <laughs>
0: You got to go to 305 for the part that I call
1: Robot Voice. Here comes some solid Robot Voice.
4: I'm not the only one that will let a listen from me. I'm the violin You go that and try it. I'm looking forward to the moment when your mind
0: in the
3: yeah, that uh, that robot voice is giving me real roll-the-bones vibes.
0: Ooh. And the Rush
3: song. Oh, didn't mention Time Stand Still.
0: Another great duet. Um, So this song, I wrote in my notes, I'm like, this has got to be about when you just get super high and then you fuck a whole bunch of people at the same time. And then you get up in the morning, and you're like, what happened to me? And then you do it all again the next night. Mm. Well, Jenny, I was half right.
3: Yeah, I think David.
0: David, can you clear this up for us?
3: David, what's the song about?
0: Um... Let's see,
1: uh, let me wake David up.
3: Oh, sorry. <laughs> <Didn't mean> to...
1: <laughs> you know, you caught me in a Denise Richards hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey. w- what is... Uh, According what is to the, the
3: internet, you ain't the only one.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> Open for business. Hayes is one of the more unique tracks on this record. It definitely has a vibe all its own. It features Mr. M. Shadows from Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, I thought he would be perfect for the track, Uh, it's talking about our favorite intoxicating drug on the face of the planet, which is the live performance, and how we are always ready for another taste of it, that there's nothing like it, and that, you know, to allow that haze to envelop you and to take you over and to live in the moment for that moment and enjoy the existential experience that is playing to a rabid live crowd. That haze is gonna last for a long time. Amen. Start in the spring. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the end of that is what I love the most. This is the saddest ah! part. <laughs> it's the best.
1: I just need some of that sweet haze nectar to be squirted in my mandible. I need to loosen loosen my jaw and allow my palate to be thoroughly quenched in the juice that is the haze. The the live performances where a man becomes a man and the audience becomes the thing of which the man <laughs>
0: conquers. Wait a minute. I hold want on, to chizz on.
1: on this audience <laughs> so hard. Wait a minute. So hard. Is this,
0: what? is this Matt Nas or is this David Draymond talking to us right now? <laughs>
1: It's me, David Draymond, I'm here. Oh wow. Here to talk to you. Uh, do not betray me. Uh, we, uh, or <laughs> you will
0: become my <laughs> enemy. Uh, David number we will do one our, rated enemy. We will never number betray one. You. Never betray. Hum, hum, hum. I, I just wanna be somebody that David thinks of when some, when a song comes up. I wanna be somebody that David refers to as a close personal friend. That is what I want in my life. Mm-hmm. Jenny, thoughts on Haze?
3: I thought Hayes was only okay. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't my favorite. I mean, it didn't have a, a lot of that that fun boppy feeling I've been I've been having throughout. But that said, I, I didn't think it was bad. I I loved the little robot rap part that. Threw me right back to my boys in Rush and, and made my heart happy. So for that part, and you know what? I don't think I've ever heard Avenged Sevenfold. So I don't know if this this style of song is far outside of, of what one would expect from M. Shadows.
0: Yeah, I have uh, never heard any Avenged Sevenfold either. Not, not willingly anyway. So uh, yeah, this was my first. They've first.
1: never been my band. Yeah, yeah,
0: I mean, I don't know what the M and M. Shadows stands for. I don't know if it stands for Mr. Or Matthew, or Mike, or any other M names. Mature. Uh, mature Shadows. I like that. I think More. it stands for mature. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I wrote in my notes what can I say? The song is sick. And also, I think we can all relate, not the haze of like performing as a band. Well, Matt, you perform music live, but I mean, just doing that improv show, feeling it for a rabid crowd. <laughs> was loving our jokes and bits when,
1: when they're hot when they're when hot. You're
0: hot though when they're hot jenny when you got
1: a hot house when you got a hot
3: I, house you know my memory absolutely precludes any <laughs> memory of anything ever going well for me on stage so i only remember times when people were like just looking at you like why the fuck was I drug here to watch you? <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't think I would have kept doing it if, if when they were, if when they were loving you, they love you.
0: That's true. It's a true. rabid
3: audience, a rabid improv
0: audience. Listen, you got to get them. You got, they got to be a little wasted. And, you know, sometimes it just has to come together. You know, it just has to all come together.
3: Yeah, it might just be that I'm not that great at improv. Which oh, I, I, disagree. Is, I disagree. Yeah, let's agree. Let's agree on that. That's fine. No. But hey. All right. Maybe someday I'll feel the haze. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Can't wait to
3: get that haze. Oh, yeah, we gotta yeah. wrap this pandemic. <laughs> so Jenny world. can feel that
1: haze. I need the haze. That haze back in my life.
3: Oh yeah. All right. We've got one more one more track. If we were normal folk if, if we you- went to a vape store to get this record <laughs> this is where it would end so i want you to feel what it's like to be that person and then we'll take you through what it's like to be the other kinds of people in the world uh, this song is called through it all and it is featuring glenn hughes
4: times and given into the fall I can't even get what it's like when I felt numb and so hollow inside you carry.
0: Matt, you just faded out Glenn Hughes, and you might be saying, yep. who is Glenn Hughes? I'll let you know Who's Glenn Hughes? who Glenn Hughes is. He is an English rock bassist and vocalist, best known for playing bass and performing vocals for funk rock pioneers Trapeze, the Mark III and IV lineups of Deep Purple, as well as briefly fronting Black Sabbath in the mid-80s. Hughes is known by his fans as, quote the voice of rock
2: Mm.
0: oh hello i will say first listen i did not know who it was i thought when he goes for the high notes i thought it was chris cornell he can really hit those high notes matt faded out before that it's okay that matt faded out the voice of rock it's fine it's fine jenny thoughts on through it all
3: uh, i also didn't know who glenn hughes was hearing draymond talk about him my god does he ever have regard for this man
0: yeah let's,
5: i
2: let's
3: was hear- like i want somebody yeah. to talk about me like this
5: through it all the closing track on the record and i think it's very appropriately the closing track on the record it kind of leaves you not really knowing where this project could still go it features mr glenn hughes of Deep Purple and Black Sabbath, and who is a inhumanly gifted uh, vocalist. Just, his abilities are staggering. And uh, it it was, and I am very, very fortunate to be able to call him a dear friend and a colleague. And um, when I had this song already tracked, I went to uh, see him at his book signing and his book release for his autobiography in Malibu and I had literally just finished mixing and uh, I you know I said to him you, know, you think you'd be interested in you know jumping on a track with me I have one that might really suit you it's very atmospheric it's very ethereal it's, it's, it 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 could use you <laughs> Your 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 vocal beauty and your your range and, and and your your character, and he was all about it. And once he heard the track, he was he fell in love with it. And I had the honor of actually going out to track him myself, and to witness his his greatness. I wish so, I saw that he's uh, just phenomenal, sickly yeah. talented, sickly talented. Um, just, and 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 one hell of a human being. Him, his wife, uh, just. Adorable and, and a wonderful couple, great people. I'm very, very thankful to have had them be a part of the record. Through it all is a song that's written about uh, my wife, written for my wife, and thanking her for being there with me through all of the bullshit I've put her through, and through for dealing with me and my hard-headedness and my uh, stumbling blocks and 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 difficulties that I've had. Throughout my life, she's been my rock and she's been my salvation, and I, I am forever grateful to the powers that be for letting me have her. So that is uh, my thank you to her.
0: Wow! 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 A lot going on. Three, there.
1: three for three on the dear friends.
0: Listen, it's it's really something, you know, to be in that hallowed company. Also, you got to say. If you are working on a term paper, you reach for a thesaurus if you need another word. But who does a thesaurus reach for when it needs another word? It reaches for David Draymond. (laughs) That guy, he never repeats anything. He's got another word. I'm blown away. And these videos are not edited. It's a straight, just shot, him talking, unbroken Right down the barrel. Right down the barrel. I am impressed by his professionalism verbiage and also at the end of it when he's talking about dedicating this to his wife that was the moment of a bit of self-awareness like hey if you're gonna be married to me you gotta put up a little bit and i appreciate that like it's this bit of awareness like you know what maybe i i can be a bit much and i appreciate you sticking around through it thank you
2: Mm.
3: Mm. now if you i have
1: multiple cues
3: Okay, please go.
1: One cue was how respectful of our time is this record because we got two tracks left.
3: Depending on who you are in this world, if you're somebody who went to a vape store and bought this CD, (laughs)
2: you
3: only have 10 tracks. I feel bad for you. Then this album would come in at 40 minutes and 20 seconds, which is very respectful of our time. Very. Now, if you're a little bit more of... I don't know. Someone who went into like a store that just sold CDs, per se. Like maybe it's not a vape store. (laughs) Like an actual record store of sorts. Maybe. The vape store had a flashing CD sign. I get it. But if you went into a record store, you might have pulled the deluxe edition, which would pull you in at a nice 47 minutes and 35 seconds. But if you went into a Best Buy, you would have a 13-track album that comes in at 51 minutes and 49 seconds. So now let us take ourselves from the vape store <laughs> to the record store. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just such a funny detail. I love it. Me.
1: You were taking me on a trip, oh, hey. You did. <laughs> I loved it.
3: You were like, I want to go. I want to go to Found Sound in Ferndale, Michigan.
0: There we go.
3: <laughs> They've got the deluxe edition of Device. Then you move on to track eleven, which is called Wish.
1: They cover nine-inch nails. Yes. <laughs> Buckle they do, up. Matt. much. No. 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 No, 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 no. You guys have to be like no, right? Uh, <laughs> no.
0: I I mean um. I I wrote I wrote he's doing it in my in my notes. He's doing it. It's a little it's a little too clean in comparison to the original version which I expected, but the tempo's there, the vocals are there. You know, I, I i thought he I thought he pulled it off pretty well. I mean, Draymond is known for his covers. Uh, I would put this on the higher level. Jenny, what'd you think?
3: I thought it was alright. I more than anything, I just laughed a lot because I, the first couple times I listened to this. Did not listen to the bonus tracks. Because usually we are a no bonus track. Right. Because here yeah. we are at two hours. <laughs> we don't get a bonus track. We, we don't get them. But I'm not a huge Nine Inch Nails person. Not because I don't like Nine Inch Nails. Just because I never really did get into them. So I, I there wasn't like a, oh, the original version of the song it means something to me. It sounded weird. And it definitely sounds like... Tracks that are tacked on to the end of an album that was meant to be uh, listened to as one piece. So it just made me laugh, and it reminded me of a video game, and I just left it. I left it there.
0: There you go. All right.
3: All right. You're still the kind of person who's at a, a local record store picking up the deluxe edition of Device, and you are now on your last track, and it is called A Part of Me.
0: Part of me? How about the part of me that doesn't give a shit? Psych! Wow. Wow. <laughs> what a lyric. I'm a little surprised he put this one as a bonus one. This one, that's, that's an interesting lyric to leave just for the deluxe. Just for the deluxe. But this one also, this one feels way more disturbed than a lot of the other ones. This one feels a little less industrial and a little more rock What would you think, Jenny?
3: Yeah, I agree. I can see... I guess I was somewhat surprised to see it as a bonus track. But when I think about the album as a whole, I will say that I think that Draymond put a lot of thought into what he wanted the vibe of the album to be and how he put it together. It felt like it was sequenced very well and i Absolutely. do think that this would have felt this and the wish cover would have felt super duper odd on the the regular album itself
0: matt thoughts of a part of me
1: i understand the sequencing thing i mean if the, if the intent was to have 10 tracks then the record that they made is what they wanted and this kind of feels like it doesn't fit on the record but i actually kind of like this one i liked how aggressive it was and Draymond was Doing the thing that I like that he when he does it, you know, this one was a little bit more aggressive from him as well because you know he had to take care of his voice on the after the sickness, had to start singing more. This is a little more shouty. Mm-hmm. It's still goofy. He's still a goof. Like I'm, I'm probably never going to change my opinion that way. But this is a
0: this is a rocker. There it is. (laughs) Straight up rocker. There it (laughs) It is. is. I mean, just imagine being the person it's about, though, and you're like, I just got to get a part of him. I just got to get a piece of him. And then you get a piece, and you bring it home, and everyone's like, what'd you get? And he's like, ah, shit. I got the part of him that doesn't give a shit. (sighs) I'm sorry, you guys.
3: I apologize. Wrong part. Wrong part. And it
1: seems that he has been betrayed. All right.
3: I won't be a part of your game.
1: I'm not here for your childish games. Wow, wow, wow.
3: All right. So now you're... You, wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. Now you, say for some reason, suddenly had to work at home for an extended period of time and realized that, that you needed a monitor and a wireless keyboard and a wireless mouse and the nearest store to you that uh, wasn't exorbitantly expensive, but still kind of was, was Best Buy. (laughs) Say, for example, you went there and purchased all of those items, and you were like, you know what I need is not... music. I need some music, but I don't want some fucking shabby-ass normal album. In fact, I I don't even want deluxe. I need a Best Buy exclusive album version of an album, you might have picked up this device record. And if you did, this would be the last track. All told, uh, this is called Recover.
0: I definitely understand why this one was not included on the initial track list. And there's, there's parts of this song that, that reminded me of other bits on other songs. This seemed a little, li- like, they wrote this one probably early on in the process, but it wasn't, they weren't, like, in love with it. And then they took little bits to use in other songs, but this thing was still its own thing. And then when they were putting it together, and I guess the execs from Best Buy rolled in, and they said, we want that exclusive, baby. Give us that extra track.
3: The guy dressed up like the best buy price tag showed <laughs> exactly, up.
0: Exactly, <laughs> exactly. He said, give us that extra track. Give us that one. Also, this is the only song I believe that has a guitar solo on the entire album. Uh, what would you think of Recovered, Jenny?
3: I agree with you. I can see why it wasn't included. To me, it felt like it, it kind of took me back to the some kind of monster documentary where they were, Like listing all of the different things they had to do to promote the record or different things that they had to do, different exclusives, whatever, to like push a record. Um, That's the vibe this gave me, along with the explanation uh, videos that our our boy David gave us. Though grateful, please. Grateful, our dear friend, our uh, sickly talented friend. Inhumanly vocally talented friend, David, um, and I'm only speaking about his speaking voice. Yes, I'm very grateful for it, but it did feel like a lot of, uh, here are the things that you need to do that Warner Brothers, who put this record out, needs you to do. Maybe you didn't need to be the kind of person who went to Best Buy.
0: You might have just needed to be the person who went to a vape shop.
3: (laughs) Hey, you know what? There it is. There I it mean, is.
0: Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: What'd yeah.
3: you learn about Denise Richards? <laughs> Richard.
1: <laughs> so you're telling me she was in Starship Troopers <laughs> and Wild Things? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, Impossible. Yeah, yeah. No, no. So wait a minute. <laughs> okay. So you mean to tell me that you got this at a vape shop where they serve juice for vape pens, which create a mist, which is also known as
0: haze
1: oh yes. oh
0: listen have i gone back there no wow well, <laughs> because the, here's the thing. they have they, they were getting rid of all their cds so i got what i needed out of there they have since removed the cd sign from their window it is no longer <laughs> blinking at me beckoning me a moth to a flame that's fine that's fine I hope they continue to thrive. I know they have a drive through which is helping them out during the pandemic. Thank so. God.
3: Because sometimes you need a fap and a puff, and you're just not willing to risk your health. So the internet won't take you there. Just the drive through vape shop.
0: Just do the drive through And that is device by device. And now we're at the part of the show, since it is Psy Project Summer, Where we make the decision, Matt, what are we deciding? We are
1: deciding if this is essential or if this was straight ego, which was necessary to create this album.
0: Jenny, I want to start with you.
3: All right. I don't like what I'm about to say, but I think what I'm about to say feels true to me. I loved listening to this. I had an absolute riot. I will listen to this again. And that's a threat.
2: That I'm going to follow through. On. <laughs> like, anybody
0: fucking cares. I, I, um, I'm telling you right like, now. Are you going to listen to this again? I, I'm just imagining Mitch getting into the car and you being like, I'm picking the music. And he's like, fucking device again. <laughs> if
1: that device oh, yeah. record goes back in
3: you're gonna have to go to marriage counseling about listening to this device record but if we're thinking about it through the lens of essential or ego this to me this is ego this is this feels like ego to me but I love it I loved listening to it the more I learned about it the more I liked it but I gotta say it's ego for me Lauren what'd you think?
0: this is a hot album it's nonstop classic Draymond lyrics with a great mix of way more new metal sounds than I expected with the industrial, Gino, Leonardo, bringing the filter touch. Thank you. Thank you. I also agree with Jenny that it is definitely an ego situation, but I don't mean that in a bad way. This is, this is a rare moment where it's an ego situation, but it paid off. I also threatened to listen to this album again. <laughs> <laughs> so, heads up to anybody in the car with me. You might be listening <laughs> to some device, let me tell you, because I'm going to need to get back into that haze. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I, I want to, and this is kind of different than what we've been doing, but because of the, was there anything that you would th- consider possibly for the canon?
3: I don't know there wasn't vilify definitely felt more new to me than maybe anything else on here i don't know maybe hunted was kind of in that realm maybe but there wasn't anything that stood out to me enough that i would put it in the canon i don't think lauren did you have something in mind
0: out of line with surge felt (laughs) very new to me and maybe just because it gave me system vibes for obvious reasons. I mean, the, the album had a considerable amount of chug throughout. So, but I mean, it was just a passing thought that I had. If if anyone else, if no one else is really feeling that, I mean, if we're not saying that if we're putting it more in ego than essential, then it kind of does take it out of the running. But it is, uh, I mean, I would say, you know, if you wanted to tack a fourth tag on it with new Metal, I, I, would, I don't think that would be a, a misleading label. But I love it. And that's a threat. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, our favorite person in the entire world. A dear personal friend.
3: Yes.
1: Dear personal friend. Dear personal friend.
0: I I would say, Jenny, I think you would agree with me. He is viciously talented. (laughs) He is beautiful. Oh, yes.
3: Certifiably talented.
0: Mm. Yes. He is prolific and illustrious. His name is Matt Nas, and I would like his opinion.
1: Good friends, I do not want to betray you here, (laughs) but it belies our best interests for me to be one hundred percent transparent in this endeavor, or else we may find ourselves in some serious (laughs) shit. No, um, (laughs) we
3: we won't play a little. Have a
1: difference of we have a difference of opinion. I have already forgot what the first song sounds like. And I will never listen to this record again. But that being said, I can't imagine a more fun time in the world than listening to it with you two. Because your excitement for it makes the album better. Way better. I think Draymond's a goof. But he is so self-involved. He couldn't he has to believe it because his ego would shatter in a million pieces there is no artifice there just is drayman like he is that you know what i mean like there's no way around it this is such an ego play 2011 disturbed takes a break and he's like i'm gonna make another disturbed record with a couple more beeps and boops how's that sound fellas The thing that kills me about this whole thing is the guys who are in the room during all the clips that we played are basically strangers. They are hired guns to come on tour with him, and they're just watching Draymond prattle on, trying to throw him softballs, and he's, like, not having any of it.
3: No, you if if you have time, I mean, I realize two and a half hours has been invested into this, which were the investment. If you have time, check out a couple of those explanation videos. They're, they're fun. They're fun to watch. They're short. They're fun to watch.
1: It has, it has moments that make me wish I was at an outdoor concert listening to this, though, because the people the people watching would be
0: top notch and the vibes would be mellow. There you have it. There you have it. Another side project covered here on the Roach Coach podcast, device by device. Draymond, thank you very much. Jenny and I continue to threaten to listen to your music. Matt (laughs) Knobs will not. And that does take us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello to us online Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Keep on sharing the show over on the social medias. It helps a lot, everybody. I want to tell you, you give it a share and then we get start getting likes and we get new messages from people who are discovering the show. So help us keep spreading the word about the coach. We really appreciate it. Certainly reach out to us and say hello. Send us your recs at Podcast at gmail.com. Slide into those DMs. We love to hear from you. And until next time, Jenny, you're my dear friend. Thank you.
3: Lauren, you're my dear friend. Thank you.
0: Matt,
2: Matt our dear, dear friend. friend. <laughs>
3: <laughs> thank you.
1: My dear friends, thank you. <laughs> That's that haze, baby. That's that haze. <laughs> Get in that haze. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. Suck that nectar off the off the vine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye, everybody. Bye.
2: Bye.